I'll let that one ride out today. Episode 41, Premier Pep Talk Podcast. We're back. We're back once again. Two two times a week we're doing recaps, previews. This is the preview. Week number 27, closing in on the end of the Premier League season. We got a couple months to go, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it finishes late May. So, yeah, we're almost at the two-month-to-go mark. Uh, midweek games, Europa Champions League action, and yeah, and then we'll talk about the Premier League. So, Champions League, bye bye PSG. Mm. Bye bye. Once again, mm, they were supposed to win the Champions League by now, but now mm-hmm. they can't even get past the, uh, can't even get into the quarters. You got teams like Chelsea, 10th place. Getting into the quarters, PSG, Mbappe, Messi, Neymar, <clears throat> Nuno Mendes, Sergio, Sergio Ramos, the the the, the former Premier League, uh, the, the former Champions League great defender, mm-hmm. can't even get into the round of of eight quarterfinals. Sad, sad, and that game was bad. They didn't. They had one good chance where they missed yeah. an open net. Um, good D though. Yeah, that guy's a good defender. What's his name? Dele. Dele. Dele with a good clearance off the line. But other than that, not a whole lot going on for PSG. Bayern dominating. Um, Bayern, I didn't realize how good their record was in this Champions League. They haven't lost yet. Um, yeah. Quietly going about their business. I think I think because they're dropping a lot of points in Bundesliga, um, which they probably don't give a shit about because they can go in third gear and still win that shit league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I wasn't realizing how good they're playing in Champions League, and they haven't really had Mane for a lot of that time. So I think they're definitely the favorites. I think believe they're the odds-on favorites right now. Sure, uh, I think City's second, but yeah, definitely a team that you don't want to play. I'm sure. Oh God, no! I would love to avoid them. Although I will say I'm a little less scared of them now compared to years before. But <clears throat> yeah, surprisingly enough, with how great they've looked. The same statement can be made should City win next week. We have not lost to anyone. We've either mm-hmm. won or drawn. And if we advance just like Byron, now Byron are doing it with a little bit more difficulty, I think, having yeah. to deal with PSG. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's shame. It's a shame for Pai because uh it's fair to say those expectations are there and valid. But you gotta win the Champions League because you do and everyone knows and you can own it you play in a farmer's league so winning the league is not is half of a trophy compared to la league or yeah la liga probably half a trophy for city it's at least a trophy and a half compared to the prem because of the quality and the talent and the bundesliga now the bundesliga is a little it's a three-team race up there with uh dortmund um uh byron and you also have uh, uh union berlin that are kind of out of nowhere. So it's been kind of fun to see how the Bundesliga has been playing out a little bit tighter than what you'd have or what you'd expect. Um, But yeah, it's the back half of the year. We're going to see some teams really show up and see who they are. Um, That's always the interesting part of this. Uh, But yes, hilarious to see PSG completely fuck it up. No Neymar still. You have to get it done. You got messy goaded. Mbappe, future go, and couldn't get it done. It's wild. No, didn't even get a goal. Yep. Didn't crazy. even get a goal. 3 nothing on aggregate. 
<clears throat> and bye 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 in sync settings, motherfucker. Um, as we mentioned, Chelsea get through shockingly. Yep. Um, I thought Dortmund was supposed to be good. No, they've been on this insane run since November. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show these other leagues. They just make me laugh. Yeah. And I was saying it last week. <clears throat> I love the Champions League. Great, great competitive tournament, but it's fucking fluky as hell sometimes. Oh, yeah. Or, so when, you know, pundits or whatever talk about, oh, well, Arsenal's not in the Champions League, so how great can they be? Come on. We were wiped the floor with Chelsea. We already did this year. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's laughable. That was a pathetic performance from Dortmund. Some of the worst defending I've seen since oh Arsenal yesterday that was pretty bad, but um, besides <laughs> I that, did watch those highlights. But besides that, I mean that was that was pathetic defending. The 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 space they were leaving in the back. Yeah. I mean Chelsea could have had four, but we know they can't fucking score. They mm-hmm. had to have a retake on a penalty, which was a fucking pathetic call and one I don't understand because they called encroachment on Dortmund because he touched the ball. Meanwhile, three Chelsea players also encroached. But because the ball didn't bounce off the post to them, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Well, he affected play. Meanwhile, if he they scored, the encroachment wouldn't have mattered. So it's it's a stupid rule, mm-hmm. as, as usual. There's a lot of stupid rules in, in, in football as we're peeling back layer by layer on this podcast. But yeah. that's such a dumb rule. It basically is if the ball bounces to you, then you're encroaching. Mm-hmm. However, if it doesn't, it's fine, which doesn't really make sense at all to me. Yeah. And I, I to also reinforce this point, how often do you do you see this situation called, even though it happens quite frequently? Something that really kind of triggers me because another thing, the the whole concept of time wasting, right? Because time wasting is such a broad term, but accepted time wasting is dribbling the ball to the corner, which every team does. Every team does. Again, every team does. But then mm-hmm. the unaccepted time wasting where you're faking an injury, which where I would say, yeah, I think every team does. I think every team has a player or two that says, I'm going down. Now, it's not as obvious mm-hmm. as if you remember college football and NF American football here where you have some of the coaches that will even look at them toward like clocks going down and they just look at one of the linebackers and they're like, go down, go down. Because if he goes down with an injury, they can go ahead and call time real quick, get someone out. Now you can get the proper subs and you didn't have to waste a time out. So like that's kind of like the fuckery that it's kind of like all these sports have these things. But with the this clock partic- stops. Yes. Thank you. You don't Thank lose you. game time. You don't lose opportunity to score. Exactly. You reset exactly. the game. But and there's a difference between going in the corner. You're still you're still playing. You know, mm-hmm. they have to get the ball off you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's three defenders. They should be able to get the ball off you. Right. So you're using a skill. Uh, Thierry Henry was amazing at time-wasting. He was Absolutely. so talented at keeping the ball away from defenders. Mm-hmm. The whole It would take the whole back line to get the ball off him. So it's a, it's a little bit of a difference, but it is subjective, as you said. But I just there's – so, there's so many stupid things going on lately. And it's not just happening in the Premier League. Um, yep. the, the refing yesterday in sporting was – God awful. I mean, God yes. awful. Um, <clears throat> so terrible. There was literally a point where the, the goalie went up to a guy. 
the, the ref and said, hey, did you see what Martinelli did? And he goes, the ref was like, clearly didn't see it. But he still booked Martinelli. I, I don't understand that. <laughs> he still booked him. So he, the guy was basically like, hey, can you book this guy? Sure. Uh, it's, it's like the ref's a DJ at this point. Hey, DJ, can you play my favorite song? Hey, ref, can you give this guy a booking? Sure, absolutely. <clears throat> Didn't make sense at all. Um, no. But, yeah, Chelsea through the quarters. Um, I hope they don't get a Mickey Mouse draw, which they usually get in these competitions. They are very, very – they get very generous draws in the Champions League. Call me a hater, but I'm sorry that that run to Man City wasn't impressive at all a couple of years ago. You got Porto, and you got one of the worst Real Madrids I've ever seen in the Champions League. So, um, yeah, we'll see who they get. I would love them to get Bayern and just get absolutely smashed. That'd be awesome. Wait, and you're then, saying what, what run? What run wasn't impressive? Chelsea's Chelsea's run. They, ah, they, they were good in the final, but everything oh. up to that, they got really, really easy draws. Wow. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That I have was to shit. go back and look. I don't even remember what it was. They had like Porto in the semifinal, which was embarrassing. Um, anyway, Benfica advances. Um, honestly, probably I'd, I'd rather play Chelsea. I'd rather play yeah. AC Milan than Benfica. Benfica's just those Portuguese teams. They're tricky. They're techie. They Always. do they do stuff that you don't really see a lot in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benfica looks dangerous, possible sleeper. You know, everybody's like Napoli sleeper, Napoli. Benfica yeah. could be that team like a Villarreal last year. That how the fuck did they make it to the semis? Um, yeah. Definitely, if I'm if I'm you in Champions League, I'm saying I want AC Milan first, then I'll take Chelsea, then I'll take Benfica. Yeah, that's how I see it because they they look they look good, and that Goncalo Ramos. Who had his coming out party in the World Cup? He's looking good too. He had a brace the other day. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see what teams play next week to see what's the final grouping. Um, because who do we have left? Let's... We got four four more teams, right? I would I would imagine so. City, you, got you and you and uh, RB. Leipzig. Yep. Which is one one. It's not over. It's super interesting, and that mm-hmm. that coming up may play uh, into this weekend's game. You just never know. Or the follow. You guys wait. You guys have an FA Cup game next weekend. Yeah, let me look at our schedule right now. We yeah, have... I think you guys have FA Cup because I saw you guys Crystal. aren't on the schedule. The fo- yeah, the following weekend. Saturday we play Burnley. The following Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's big. If if somehow Crystal Palace can steal some points off you this weekend. Maybe looking ahead to the Champions League game, Arsenal have a have a game that they'll play and they can put a little pressure. So we'll talk about that later. But Champions League, we have Liverpool, Madrid. Any chance Liverpool will get back in that coming up? I don't. I can't see it, man. I can't see it. Although both teams are kind of looking a little different from when they played each other, right? You got yeah. Liverpool doing a smacking to United. And Madrid um, struggling to find points in La Liga, so uh, I I don't know I don't know I wouldn't bet on it because um, it's at the Bourbon now and good luck. <laughs> yeah, good if luck. it was at Anfield, if it was at Anfield, I'd be like, eh, maybe they can come back. Um, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna smell blood out there in in Spain. They're gonna yeah. smell blood. Those those fans are gonna be up for it. And um, Napoli, they're through. They're up 2-0. They're going back home. Right. That one's a wrap. Uh, City Leipzig, that'll be interesting. 
back at uh-huh. the Etihad, but uh, and Cuckoo should be back. I don't think he really played much in the first leg. I think he came off the bench. So it'll be interesting. Um, they have that Guvardiol, and they have a couple of decent players. And Cuckoo's hurt. Uh, He's hurt, man. Yeah, he got he he reaggerated. Yeah, he reaggerated <laughs> his injury. Um, right. I well, saw over the over the weekend who he wasn't playing. Yeah, so I don't anticipate him. Or even if we do see him, I think he's going to be limited. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, he's perfect for Chelsea. He'll be in and out of the injured <laughs> list, just like all their other fucking players. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, and that's not a good omen if you you can't handle the Bundesliga. You keep getting injured in the Bundesliga. You're yeah. going to come in the Premier League and, and go against Ruben Diaz and John Stones and William Saliba and Gabriel week in, week out. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to work. But, <laughs> I'm looking up. Yeah, and then Inter-Porto. I totally forgot about them. Um, would you rather play inter at the San Cerro, or would you rather play Benfica? Um, historically, uh, Portuguese teams get us. I'd rather go play Inter. Um, I'm not too Portuguese scared. have that pep voodoo doll? Yeah, man. You know, Porto did it a few years ago. You've already noted their trickiness. They're techie. They do a lot of crazy shit, and they're not afraid of you because they really don't have anything to lose. And Inter have the majesty, the history. They're going to really try to push, oh, this is who we are. We've done this before. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, five days ago, in a further blow, they once again lost our forward and Gucci to injury as he left the field with a thigh issue. Suffers a fresh new injury. That was five days ago. So yeah, I'm I highly doubt we're getting any sort of inkuku. Yeah, yeah. So scratch um, him off. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm still getting my shovel out, so we can't bury Tottenham just yet. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. I'm beginning. It. It's in the shed. It's pretty far. I'll, I'll, just give me a few more minutes. I can't wait to see who they play this weekend before we bury them. Um, <laughs> But do 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 a ranking for me. So there'll there'll be eight teams, including you. So one to seven. Uh, start from the bottom. We kind of did it already. But do do your own list of uh, most favorable draws. Who who would you want to get? Or yeah, just rank the teams you don't want to play from seven to one. So seven would be the easiest draw for you. The one you want. One would be absolutely no. Uh, we're withdrawing. We're going into the Europa League. <laughs> Chelsea, Madrid, uh, Benfica. Who else? Wait, do you're you're ranking them like this? No, no, no. I'm just okay, listing up just the options. Them. So Chelsea, let's Madrid. let's assume Inter. They're up one nothing. Um, they have to yeah. go to Porto, so that's not over. Okay. So um, let's just assume they go through. Uh, Napoli is definitely through. Real Madrid's definitely through. Yeah. And then we have Chelsea, Milan, and Benfica. That went through already. Chelsea, Milan, Benfica. There was one more team. Who else? Chelsea, oh, Bayern, Bayern. Yeah, there it is. Perfect. Yeah, I'm still getting the shovel, so you got time. Oh man, I'm getting Richarlison too. He has some stuff to say about his manager. He's coming on the podcast. Yeah. Clear the air. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm listing out us being the seventh team. Who am I missing? Chelsea, Madrid, Benfica, Inter Milan, Napoli, and Byron. AC. AC Milan. Okay. They were in the shed too. I just got them out. (laughs) All right. Let's do it over. All right. Who is your number seven? The team I want to play in the Champions League. Give me that draw. Who is it? Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would. Yeah, I was. I was thinking. I think we were talking the other day. I was saying, I think I'd rather have Chelsea. You know, Milan. Sometimes it's tough to go to Italy. Um, yeah, you're playing at Stamford Bridge. Ugh, doesn't doesn't scare me at all. I think no. I'd rather go to Stamford Bridge than a uh, trip to Italy. It also helps your Premier League. You know, you don't have to do that long travel to Italy. Just yeah. domestic travel. We know we know Pep doesn't like going to London, though, so that might be a problem. Yeah, that, he'll, he'll probably bitch about that a little bit more and really give him a hard time about that. But what I will say, I feel like the Chelsea matchup would give us, we know what we're getting. This is not this is not a figuring it out, and we've slapped them. Let's just get it done. Don't play with your food type shit. I feel yeah. like that's the perfect matchup to where it's like, okay, um, and yeah, give me any sort of Chelsea hype for that game because I would love to put five on their head. Number six. I'm going to go with Inter Milan. Uh, I would say, yeah, I would say Inter Milan are that club for me that, you know, th- they got a little bit of the history, but Lukaku con- consistently injured the three back line. Scriniers going confirmed to PSG in the summer. Yeah, um, I think contracts already signed. Uh, you got players that are kind of halfway out the door. Um, and also, Syria A teams for me are the teams mainly that really look for the league because they don't have any bit. They need to lock in money. They can't fuck around with their food. So I don't. I always see Italian sides who give in early with certain players or certain rotational teams for when the Champions League comes because they know they'll have a huge matchup in the in the upcoming weekend. So I think that's going to play in this, into some of it. Uh, so yeah, number six for me is Inter. Number five. Hmm. This one was a little bit more tough. Um. I'm going to go with AC Milan. Makes sense. Yeah. Nothing really said there. Like I said, I, I haven't really been impressed by them. I'm looking up um, when was the last Italian team that won the Champions League? It's, it's been a while. Mm. Do, you know what the, do you know what the answer is? I'm going to guess. Let me take a guess. <clears throat> Early 2000s, and it's going to be Milan. Which one? Two. 2001? But what, what Milan? There's Inter Milan, AC. Oh, AC, AC, AC. Nope, wrong. 2009, Inter Milan. Damn. Uh, AC Milan won in 2006. Oh, six. It's been a while for an Italian team. Yeah. Uh, we got English teams, Spain, Germany. Uh, of course, Real Madrid have dominated the 2010s, but yeah, interesting. Been a while for an Italian team in yeah. the two thousand. Atletico. Yep. Yeah. Atletico was um, random. Who was that? 
That was so random, dude. I could not believe that they did it. That team was weird. Porto was was the probably the weirdest team. Oh god. <clears throat> um Mourinho's Porto. Um but yeah, so in the 2000s they had three Italian teams win. Well, three Italian winners. Uh AC Milan won twice, Inter Milan won once. There was a AC Milan Juventus final in 2003. So yeah, it's been a while for those Italian teams. So yeah, it makes sense in your rankings. And it I just AC Milan don't impress me. Tottenham fucking handed it to him basically. Yeah. Um, what is your number four? Are we on four? Yeah, we're on four. Um, this team is that scary team. It's that it's that Portuguese side. I'm going Benfica right here at the fourth spot. I just feel like they they can turn up with a no namer that's about to get 85 million in the summer, and he just had his star game against us. City are known to have games like that. Olympic Lyon are case in point. Um, that Monaco team, case in point, yeah. um, that, that Monaco team was nasty. That, that, that team entire, was filthy. That, that team was filthy. Mbappe, Frobinho, Bernardo, Mendy. That squad was absolutely disgusting. Um, so, yeah, I got Benfica in that fourth spot. Yeah, I, I always think they're tricky. I remember we played them in uh, Europa League two years ago, and it came oh. down to like the last – the last like five minutes, we were about oh. to lose on away goals. Uh, Saka put a nice cross into Aubameyang, headed it in. But that was that was a tricky tricky tie. I did not yeah. like playing them at all, and that was with no no fans too. It would have been worse if uh, See, we actually had yeah. to go to Portugal with fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, final three. Dude, Who's your this third? This is scary. This, this is, is scary. This is tough. This is where you really got to think. Yeah, and I'm going with what I know, what we've played against, but what we haven't played against that really scares the shit out of me. Number three, Real Madrid. I know that they beat us last year Mm -hmm. on back-to-back goals in a short amount of time that stunned us, took it the extra time, and they got it. I know that it doesn't look good, but I feel like if this is a list of teams that I I want to draw next round, I'm okay with Madrid over these other two teams because I know what I'm faced. I know how good we looked against them last year. Give me another opportunity. Those same fucking five minutes ain't happening again. So that's where I kind of logically put Madrid at 30. All right. Going to be interesting to see your final two. So what's your second? This team doesn't have a true striker that I fear. Wow. This team doesn't have someone that I'm like, if they get it to him, we're fucked. No more is so scared of Chupo? I'm not scared of Chupo, bro. I'm really not, bro. I he can chupo my moting. I do not believe in the Byron attack. Solidified. I think they're still trying to figure out with Mane and Sane and and Nabry and uh, Coleman. I don't think they have so many wingers. They don't have one true winger. They go centrally attacking. Muller's trying to feed everyone and anyone. It's just, you know, I do like Jan Sommer. He's actually one of my favorite keepers uh, in the world right now. I love Sommer, but I don't fear... Byron, like previous years, because of the lethal attacking. Yeah. Byron's my second team. 
Would you rather see um, Chupo at striker or Sadio Mane false nine? Um, I would rather see Chupo. Yeah, yeah, me too. Sadio, Sadio, you never, he's just, he could do whatever he wants on that pitch. Yeah, and that's us. He knows what he's doing against us. There's nothing new to him. So he's very comfortable playing Man City. His numbers are great against us. So fuck him. And if Nagelman is any smart, if he matches up against us, the other thing you got to think about is the whole concept of Jao Cancelo, the whole concept of Leroy Sané. There's so many things to kind of go into that storyline. You almost feel like Champions League for the like the story. If if this was a story mode and for the headlines, you'd want that draw at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like that, I actually he, can Jao play for him. Yeah, you have to give him He's permission. Not He's not. Uh, okay, I, I don't know. I don't know how it works because. I don't think the Champions League is cup tied anymore. That's why, like, yeah. but I don't know since it's alone. Is it different? I, I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. But from what I think I heard, I think he can play. Okay. Um, well, but will they want to play him? That's the question because it seems like yeah. they don't lately. Um, I don't know. So, Napoli, number one. Yeah, man. Scared of Victor Osman and uh, Vera Tashilia or whatever his name is. That guy's saying. Yeah. All of that entire attacking team just looks yeah. so in rhythm, so in sync. One of the best teams in Europe. They're no confident fear. too. Yeah. So confident. They they have everything going. Um, scary, scary times for anyone that comes up against Napoli. And, yeah. and City are no different because they would know how to how to break that. The space in the back would be having Oshaman and 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 and. That that Vera Georgian, dude, yeah. that Georgian is disgusting, bro. Yeah. I'm yeah. so impressed with what he's been doing. His movements, his touches, dude. We it, it would be such a surplus because we don't, and I don't all signs point to us not really trying to get a lift winger, like including Rafael Leal. Like I I don't see it happening, but that guy would be my preference. I just I'm I'm in love with what he does, dude. It's just incredible. And I know it's a short sample, which sucks. That's the part where it's just like, I don't know if yeah. I can really give up that money. And here's the other thing too. I actually don't think anyone from Napoli's leaving. Good fucking luck trying to pull them. Like well, good gonna get what they ask for and they're gonna ask for a lot. They're gonna Top ask for a whole lot. Yeah. Dude, I cannot stand Napoli and they're negotiating. <laughs> I think it's Laurentis. I forget the person that's up there, dude. I cannot stand him. Shameful shit. Yep. Crazy. But yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I wasn't sure if you're going to go Bayern or... But yeah, it makes sense though, because just having that lethal striker, I mean, Asaman for me is like a top three striker in the world right now. Yeah. He's just, he's just, he's got it all. He's got the hold up play. He's got the deadly finishing. He's physical. He's quick. He's just... He'll be a handful for anybody. And, you know, like you said, with the un- the unknown, you know, you go against Chelsea, you, you know what you're in for. You go against even Real Madrid, you've played Benzema before. Um, and, you know, Benzema's going to be tough. But the unknown is definitely, yeah, it makes sense. I, I, I would probably agree with those rankings for the most part. But uh, I, I found the shovel. So you ready? You ready to start digging? 
You ready to start digging? You want me to dig and you put you lower the grave or what do you want to do? Yeah, no, no, dude, let's start off that way. Yeah, I'd like to go ahead and get some words out as well. Oh, as, my as God. This is happening. Oh, my God. I just sent Tottenham you the picture Hotspur, of dealer Reggie. Tottenham Hotspur. What happened? You guys were talking with all that chess. Antonio, Antonio. Oh, now it's Antonio out. Antonio out. <laughs> wow, how times change. Or I don't think they really change that much. You'll always be fucking shit. And yeah. you always were shit. You lucked in the fucking top four last year. And for what? For what? You embarrassed yourself in the in the in the round of sixteen. Couldn't get a goal. Second leg at home. Best situation to be in. Only down a goal. You went away, down a goal. You get your second leg at home. And you put up a .4 XG in a must-win second league game at home. Just Shameful. fucking embarrassing. Embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing. 60 million pound Richarlison, who I was told is light years better than Gabriel Jesus because he's the striker Laughable. for Brazil. Laughable. We paid, we paid what, 25 million less? Zero goals. Comes out, and now he's calling out uh, – now he's calling out Conte. Saying yeah. shit, and Conte – won't even Stop fucking call him back out. He took he took the fucking heat and said, "Oh, he's not talking about me." What the fuck? And then I'm seeing to his words. I'm seeing your star wing back, better than oh, Tierney, God. better than Zinchenko. He wants to go back to Inter Milan. That story came out today. He's yeah. very disappointed with Tottenham. Dan Juma stole him from Everton. Look at look at the ambition on Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Stole her from Everton. Just to put him behind Lucas Mora. I mean, this this fucking franchise, it really is pure comedy. You can't make comedy better than this. You really can't. It's it's pure comedy. And I'll say it again. This is the theme. If Harry Kane decides to re-sign, he is a fucking loser. You can't have all these signs and then stick this out. This is a sinking ship, Harry. Get your boat. I know you're enjoying the music that the, that they're, they're playing while the Titanic's sinking. I know. You can't concentrate on more than one thing at once, you ADD motherfucker. But guess what? It's sinking. Get your life raft and get the fuck off the boat, my friend. <laughs> so there's a few things we also need to point out as you're digging. Um. There was a moment during this game that Harry Kane came over to the sideline to get some drink of water and noticing under the circumstances with the red card being the, the, the way that it was, oh, we need yeah. to figure out how they were going to attack. It was at this point that Harry Kane looked towards his assistant coaches for guidance, completely not giving a hulu fuck what the hell Conte was saying. That's funny. Couple that with the notion that Levy and Conte have not been on the same page since day one with the transfers, with the certain players, and who's going to play and who's getting opportunities and why you sign these players. Conte's lying through his teeth and coming up with crazy, crazy thoughts in that wild the chemicals that are growing that hair back have seeped into that man's brain because he is flat out lying about that shit when it comes to the notion 
that he was all in with Tottenham about playing some of the younger players and doing some of the development there. You're full of it, dude. You did not. You want big signings. That has never been you. Call a lion yeah. what a lion is, dude. But you are shit when you don't have the right circumstances. You are not a world-class manager. You need to cradle back to the little wonderful country that you love, that loves you, back to where you're really you know, appreciated for what you do, Go play that negative football there where it's loved and see what you can create. But it's a shame for every Tottenham fan that backs this. You should have been out the beginning of the year. You should have never sipped the Kool-Aid. You should have never even invested any time and energy into this. And, hey, you got your trophy. We talk, I've talked about it plenty. You beat City. You did your thing. You beat a top team like you like you've done the last few years. Take it home, enjoy it, and enjoy the little time that you have with Harry Kane. Because I really hope that this guy's not a fucking loser. Because if this guy's a loser and decides to le- to to stay, God, man, that's that's shameful shit, and it's gonna keep Tottenham and all their fans just glued to the TV just a little bit more, just a little bit longer. And after Harry Kane, what are they gonna have? What are they gonna have? Richarlison. Yeah, that's right. That'll do it. That guy will do it. They'll have Richarlison and Saar and the best center back in the league, Christian Romero. (laughs) More like the best slide tackler in the league. I mean, the guy's a fucking prick. I mean, absolute fucking asshole. Can't stand that guy at all. Can't stand him. And I'm I'm really enjoying this club. I really am. Uh, They're the gift that keeps giving. It's happened again. It's happened again. Tottenham Hotspur. It's happened again. Bottle jobs every year. Death taxes taxes and Tottenham with no trophy. The three guarantees in life, motherfucker. I think it might hurt them even more if they get the bottom, the get out of bottom four or top four. If they lose top four. If they lose top four, it's it's officially over for them. Like they're done for real. Yeah, because Levy's going to have to cut wages. Conte's oh, definitely yeah. leaving. He's going to have to get a development coach or manager in there. Um, it's going to be really, really weird. Yeah, going to have to get a new wig, new hairpiece. He's going to have to change his identity. Yeah. He's going to have to change his nationality. He's going to have to go to Nicaragua, open a fruit stand, <laughs> remain anonymous. <laughs> Yo, I fuck with Nicaragua, yo. Hey, hell yeah. Hey, I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying. You got to go there. You got to restart no, life. Yeah. You got to yeah. change your identity. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's get into the Premier League. How the, how the scores go mm. last week. What are we at overall? And uh, we're pushing for, like we said, we're getting we're getting to the end here. So um, yeah. re- recap the scores, and then it's match 27 week preview, motherfucker. Dude, it was bad for us. Not a single yeah, for anyone. You know, I mean, we were close with the Wolves Spurs, but both of us got hoed. Yeah. Ryan, you had a 1-1 draw. I had a nil-nil draw. Ended with fucking it being 1-0 to Wolves. I mean, just shit. We didn't pick um, a Dama Triority score? No, of course not. <laughs> and we should have predicted, um, see if we can get this information somewhere. The amount of fucking oil that goes onto that man's arms is ridiculous. That might have to be a prop bet. How many bottles of lotion does he use this week? <laughs> at, least they, at least we can ask, like, someone's got to find out from a fan perspective, like, how much do you go through a year? 
because what's that's the point of that? That's what I don't get. He thinks he's getting Ooh. grabbed by his arms. Like I don't know, man. It's it's stupid. There, there's only one person that uses more baby oil, and that's <laughs> actually two. That's The Rock and Vin Diesel. I was gonna say Prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, goal scores. Uh, I hit with Foden and Salah, and that's it. Unless Ivan Tony scored for you. Yes, he did. Penalty. Look at that. Penalty. You take those. He bet on the penalty, and he got it. Love it. Um, but, yeah, tough, tough week, man. Tough, tough, tough week. week. Um, looking total-wise, where were we at? Going into the weekend. Got it on different pages. 135 to 130. Oof, that's really close. It's super close, that's man. That's really close. All right, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. The weekend starts tomorrow, 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. Burnmouth at home. Against the on fire, dropping seven on their rival's head, Liverpool Reds. What do you think this game's going to be? I'll let you start us off this week. No way the Cherries can even get up for this game and do something, right? No way after dropping the ball royally. Yes. After giving an opportunity. I'm going to go with a little bit of fight out of Bournemouth. I agree with that. Enough to get a goal on the board. Also because Liverpool don't play defense when they don't respect the teams. Yep. I'm going to go 3-1 to one Liverpool. And I'm going to go with another goal scorer. This guy's hot right now. I think he's going to go ahead and keep it going. Do me right, you little Egyptian fuck. I'm going with Mohamed Salah. Yeah, he's a good pick right now. Um I agree. I think we will get fight out of Bournemouth. Um, if there was one thing I was impressed by them last week, I think their counterattack was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Liverpool, like you said, won't respect them. But the problem with Liverpool is even when they do respect their opponents, their defense still sucks. So <laughs> I think they'll get, so they'll, they'll get scored on. For me, they're definitely yeah. going to concede. Yeah. Um, the question for me is one or two goals. Okay. Um, they got two last week. You know, it's it's – it's also coming up to the, you know, the end of the schedule, and yeah, relegation is in the air for some of these teams, mm-hmm. and relegation is in the cards for Burnmouth, unless they pull off something miraculous here. Now they do have a game in hand against Everton, and and um, just Everton, um, they're level on games with Southampton and Leeds, all those teams right around 21, 22 points. So this could be a big, big game for them. Um. I, I just don't see is this is this a slip up game though? This this for me kind of it they're going to the they're going to the burnabout on Tuesday or Wednesday. They're coming off a riding fucking high game. Yeah. Seven nothing. Smashing. Week off. Mm-hmm. You enjoy that a couple days. You're still laughing about it Wednesday. Hey, remember when fucking the butcher 
was doing spins like he was a fucking break dancer. Remember that? They called him the butcher. He thought he was going to come into Anfield and chop us up. Meanwhile, no. he got turned into fucking carne asada, motherfucker. <laughs> um, you know, they're probably still laughing about that Wednesday. Oh, and then we got to go to Burnabout next week. You think we can score seven on them and turn that, that tie around? 2-2. Two, two. It's going to be a draw. Wow. I'm expecting a slip-up from Liverpool. I'm just expecting it. I even said it last week. I don't think this means they go on this crazy run. I think they're still going to have slip-ups. Yeah. I saw things in that Man U game that in the beginning that Man U, you know, is a little more clinical like Man U was in that um, that game in the Europa League yesterday. You know, that's that's a different game. That's a different ball game. Yeah. So I think Burnham fighting relegation. They showed fight last week. I think week off. Home, you're at home. Michael B. Jordan in the stands, dressed up as uh, Apollo Creed's son. He's going to give you that Apollo Creed speech. He's going to play the Rocky music. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's going to be a two-two draw. I really do. And I'm taking a goal scorer. And okay. I think the Dutchman Cody Gakbo. I think he'll keep his goal streak going. Um, he'll get another one. I smell what you're stepping in. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind: it's a 7:30 game. Early as fuck. That's another. That's another. We we always note that those early games always have upset on them. And if you recall, one of Liverpool's disappointing losses this year, seven thirty a.m. game against Nottingham Forest, when Nottingham Holy Forest shit. couldn't buy a win, they went Holy there seven thirty. Well, it's a twelve twelve thirty UK start. Right, Same right. thing. Lethargic looking. So, yeah, that's another great factor. Thanks for pointing that out because I totally skipped that because I was too excited about Michael B. Jordan, you know, giving the motivational speech. <laughs> yeah, being that guy for him. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Five wins, six draws, 14 fucking losses. 14 fucking yeah. losses. Should they get this draw that you're predicting so fucking beautifully right now, you would have Everton leads with the same amount of draws. And that are ahead of them in points, even by, and you mentioned the game in hand. That that would be one hell of a oh fuck that would that's going to make the relegation battle a lot more fun to watch. Should they pull this off? Because now Southampton can really logistically kind of say, or I'm sorry, Bournemouth, um, yeah, you know, can the goal differential too? If they, if they at least bad. get, yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, we'll see, though. I, I think they'll turn up. Uh, like I said, their counter yeah. is good. Liverpool will be on the front foot, maybe making a few mistakes. That, that yeah. you know, they might have a few uh, sleepies in their eyes still. Liverpool make a few yeah. mistakes, get hit on the counter. Uh, you know, maybe Van Dyke scores an own goal. You never know. I'd be for that. that. That kicks off the weekend. Then we get into our 10 a.m. Uh, U.S. time games. We have one, two, three, four of those. And then we go into the City Palace game. That's the afternoon game. But let's do the first couple 10 a.m. games. Uh, Everton-Brentford. This is at Goodison Park. Everton, really, really inconsistent. Uh, Played a decent game. Got a decent point against Forest last week. Um, This time they're at home. And what do you think? You think think they can get a point out of here? You think they can upset Brentford? What do you think about this? I mean, what's interesting about this matchup to me is you've seen Everton be able to go on a little bit of some offense lately, offense that we weren't anticipated. So there's actually some attacking, and maybe they're buying into these negative type shit. Maybe it's it's got a place here for Everton. Um, 
it's at, it's at Goodison, right? Um, I'm going same score line, three to one Brentford. I think Ooh. Brentford are just a little bit more attacking, a little bit more creative. I think they really are above, way above this team in every aspect, and I think they'll show it. And we should be asking ourselves what Brentford can try to do on the back half of this year um, with what they have. And I keep thinking about that last fucking game of the year, man. That's not going to be easy, no matter what the circumstances are for City. So I'm going to go three to one. I'm going uh, three to one Brentford. Yeah, good pick. Um, very interesting game. I'm trying to see Everton's schedule because they have to start picking up wins here. Um, but yeah, they, they kind of have to buy into these tactics, right? They're in, they're in the relegation battle. They're deep in it. Um, yeah. So they got so they got this week. They got Brentford, then they go away to Stamford Bridge, then they home against Tottenham, then Man United. <laughs> They, mm. Then they go. They play Fulham. Then away to Crystal Palace. Really, really tough run of games for Everton. So no. this might be the game they need a couple points from. Um, I don't know if I should go two upsets right off the bat, but I could Scared totally time. see Brentford on the road. A little bit different of a team. Everton at home. I think Gooderson will be rocking. Two two, another two two. Wow. Actually, you know what? Everton's winning two one. All right, two one. They're gonna they're gonna surprise us. This is gonna be the game they get three points because I'm looking at their schedule. You know, maybe they can get a a dub over Tottenham. You know, they hand out they hand out dubs sometimes, but yeah. I mean, besides that, they don't have another easy game until even like Crystal Palace is in. Crystal Palace is always tough away. Um, probably Leicester City in May. That's tough. They still got to play Man City, and then they have a couple relegation. That uh, so Everton and Burnmouth play on the final game of the season. Brother, you are making this relegation battle so that, that fucking right fun this weekend. All the fucking marbles. The, yeah. The 28th. The, imagine this weekend going the way it is when these first two fixtures. The bottom clubs are going to be loving it. This would shake a lot of shit up, put a lot of pressure on the Southamptons, on the Leeds. I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that'd be dope. I'm not going to lie. That would be very, very dope if this happens. Well, you just mentioned another team. Leeds playing at home against Brighton. This is a team that, you know, if uh, Everton gets a win, Burnmouth gets a point. Yeah. They, they might not be that happy because they are they are right there. They are currently in I think they're in eighteenth. No, they're in seventeenth, but they're tied on they're tied in seventeenth with a game in hand with Everton. Yeah. So they're not gonna be happy if Everton get those three points. And um for me, I don't think they beat Brighton. I think Brighton is just gonna be too much for them. Um I think Brighton will win. Two to one. No, no. Two zero. Brighton. Brighton. That's a good shout. And I, I, 
I don't know. I have I'd have to look a little deeper into how Leeds have looked attacking um, under new management. I'm not trusting it under yeah. under that that uh, in the, not Marco Silva, um, but he, no no he's uh, Javi something. Javi Javi Garcia Javi Garcia maybe. So they've only had one goal in their last two games. They got shut out last week. Yep. Chelsea kept a clean sheet. Um, Chelsea who can't buy a win gets a win over Leeds, and then. Um, one nothing the week before. I forget who they played, but yeah. So they've only scored two goals. So the attacking is not looking that good. So that's why I'm saying another clean shizzy. Yeah, not a bad shout. I'm gonna go. I'm loving the scoreline right now. I'm going three to one. Three to one Brighton. Um, I think they're gonna get one, but I think Brighton have really been goal scoring a lot. I yeah, actually think I'd be more scared of three nil compared to two no because i just feel like who well they are attacking it is up and down with lead so you can't see them having moments of spurts which kinds of justify me giving them a goal yeah i'm gonna go three to one i'm gonna take a goal scorer here and i'm gonna go with mcallister for brighton i was actually thinking about him <laughs> he's a good yeah. player so yeah it's a good thing city might be looking at old buddy <clears throat> yeah it'd be interesting to see how much he caught oh, um yeah. Starts with a shim. He's good. He's good. Um, next game. Chelsea going on the road to the King Power playing Leicester. This is an interesting game. Very tough to pick for me. Uh, Leicester is just so inconsistent. But, I mean, they're pretty much right in the thick of the relegation battle. I mean, 21 points is bottom of the barrel Burnmouth. Leicester's on 24. Leicester's on twenty four, so they're right there. They they can't they can't say they're not in a relegation battle because go you know, on two teams win. It's a different story. I don't know who to pick here. Go um, on, Chelsea's <laughs> coming off two wins, which Potter really really needed. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Go, you go first. I really you sure? this is really yeah positive. This is such a tough one for me. Lester doing it. Yeah. If I'm going with the groove that you've set for this weekend. Relegation week. Relegation warriors. Yeah. Straight up battlers. The the lifeblood of these clubs staying in the prem and having that logo on the side of the fucking shirt. Can they keep it? And you know what? Leicester are going to put a quick, quick fucking stop to any momentum that Chelsea have. I'm going to go with a two to nothing win. Yeah, they ain't scoring. They ain't scoring. That's risky. But is it really? Because Chelsea don't score a lot. Um, They haven't shown us. That's not consistently. I'm going to go Chelsea on this. I think they'll eke it out. I think it'll be ugly. I think it'll be another 1 0. Yeah. Nasty game. Ugly game. Okay. All right. Next up Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hot Shit uh, versus Nottingham Forest. This is at home. Um, don't have much to say about this one. Maybe Richarlison will get a first Premier League goal. You know, they can throw a party for that. Um, maybe. Maybe Dan Juma will get 10 minutes. They can throw a party for that. Um, besides that, I don't really give a fuck. Uh, but I think they'll win this game. 
I think it'll be a I think it'll be a three one Spurs win. Uh, yeah. and I'll take Mr. Mr. ADD himself, Harry Kane. <laughs> That's a great goal score. So you got Gapko and Kane. Yep. I got McAllister and Salah. Uh three to one Spurs is what you have. Yes. Um, interesting thing you should know. Did you I'm know that the notes? I love the notes. Nottingham Forest's manager Cooper has been linked to a Tottenham for a Tottenham Hotspur position. Did you see this? No. I think it's funny, though. A day ago, Football 365, Cooper insists anything outside of Nottingham Forest is, quote, bubble is, quote, irrelevant amid links to Tottenham. Nottingham Forest and head coach Steve Cooper has been admitted that reports linking him to with a move to the rivals Tottenham Hotspur are irrelevant. It'd be great if this guy came in and got a dub, right? <laughs> I agree with him completely. Tottenham are irrelevant. <laughs> you would fucking get that as an Arsenal fan out of that fucking story. <laughs> Actually, if you really want to be keeping it real, both of these fucking clubs are irrelevant. So is this fucking yes. manager. All of this is irrelevant talk. None of this is chatter for anything top four. It's laughable that the Spurs are getting picked by a fucking <laughs> a manager of a team that's barely hanging on with the amount of changes that they've made this year. Forest, I don't know. And you know what? I'm going for it. I just talked myself into it. Fuck it. I'm going two to one Forest. It's going to be an upset of epic proportions. And Forest Cooper, I mean, is actually going to head and solidify the job. On the way out, he's going to ask Tex Levy and say, I'll sign the contract now if you want me to. <laughs> yep. That'd be funny. That'd be hilarious. Um, what was the score you picked again? I'm going two to one Forest. Wow, another another upset. It's the week no. of the upset. I don't think you're going to pick an upset on this one, but I might. I might try to will this into existence. Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park against Manchester City. Vieira in trouble. Vieira, oh. Vieira, <laughs> oh. In trouble. Report comes out today that they are not happy with the results. They are fearing yeah. that they may be dragged into a relegation scrap. Writing the script for Patrick Vieira, Arsenal legend, doing a favor for his former team at Selhurst <laughs> Park. Albert Sandy Lakanga, Arsenal Loney, played the first half of the season with Arsenal. They're trying to write the script for it right now. They're trying. They called up Steven Spielberg. They called up uh, what's the what's the guy that wrote the famous script writer for the Social Network and all those. Whatever. They called up all the famous yeah. Hollywood script writers for this one, my friend. What are your thoughts? <laughs> well, look, um, it would be a, a huge upset if Crystal Palace get a, a, a draw or even, yeah, a draw out of this. I'm looking at the previous pictures. Yeah, they get a draw out of this. It'll be quite impressive defensively. It'll be what the fuck's going on. In the last five matchups, City have won three. Uh, Crystal Palace has has won one and one was a draw. So I feel very, very good about going into their uh, little park and, and crushing the little palace that's Crystal. Uh, but you should be always worried. You should always be worried of a manager when his back is against the wall when he was a former player. Because that manager is no stranger to back to the wall mentality. I'm fighting for my life. 
and now I'm about to show you what's up. And mm-hmm. I would only imagine that Patrick Vieira, the great himself, would somehow will that to his players. And if you can get your players fired up to play one of the best teams in Europe at home, I mean, that would be, that's what you want. That sends a message to the board and to the rest of the club that you're here to stay and that you that you mean it. Now let's get involved with some of the transfers and let's see what we can happen in the summer. So that could be very interesting. Um, four to one city. Get that shit the fuck out of here. This is a championship run we're going on. We got Champions League ball coming up. Our, t- our cheeks are about as tight as ever. Vieira's about to get this work. I don't even know who's going to score their one, but I'm telling you, it's going to be a shellacking. Conga. That'd be it's even gonna start. We no, need sorry. to do a prop bet on that, will we? I'll Palace, take the no Palace, if you want to take it. I haven't Palace even seen the lineups saying, or anything. Palace have been saying he's playing good, so I'd imagine he'd really? start. Um, and he's played City a couple times this year, so um, kind of have that experience. I would think he starts. Um, listen, the Hollywood script writers, I might have hired them, I might have hired <laughs> them, and I might have signed the Hollywood directors to Selhurst tomorrow. To capture this as well and actually not only make this you know fantasy a fantasy movie but let's let's produce this for real let's make this a film this is going to be a great underdog story it would be i just don't i don't see it i don't um i would love it because as i mentioned um next week you guys play in the fa cup if let's say you drop two points down seven points we get a win against fulham a game i'm very worried about um we get a win there, then we can say, hey, City's not playing. We can make this a 10-point lead, even though they have a game in hand. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Um, maybe they'll focus more on the Champions League with a 10-point gap. You never know. I'm sure they won't. They're champions, but just put a little more pressure. We'll give us yeah. a little more gap to make a mistake. We still yeah. have some tough games coming up, so we will make mistakes. There will be slip-ups, so we need that gap. <sighs> I need a draw. I want a draw. I hired uh, all the best script writers, like I said. I hired all the best directors to go watch this underdog story tomorrow. And I'm going to say 2-2 two, two, draw. I need to will it into existence. I don't care about the points. Look at the sacrifice <laughs> I'm making. I don't give a fuck about the points. Five-point gap. He's up five points. I need a point. I'll take a point. I don't care, though. I don't care. I need to roll this into existence for my team, the Gunners, the Gunners, whatever the fuck. This is for you guys, okay? I'm sacrificing my 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 points possibly. But I would love it. I would love it. And you're right. New manager bounce. Something you don't want to play. We were victims of that. Yeah. Manager back against the wall may get sacked after this. Probably not against City, but yeah. you get a result against City that, hey, you're fired after the next loss against a non-Big Six teams. That might turn into, hey, we'll give you two more losses against non-Big Six teams. So we'll see. We'll see. I just – Palace's form has been fucking diabolical. Diabolical. So no. I, expe- I expect in my head for City to win. In my heart, I'm willing a draw at least. We get a win. I'm, I'm flying to, to London, West London. I'll be at Selhurst Park. I'll be picking up Vieira. I don't care if my back gets thrown out. I'll be running him out of the stadium. <laughs> he could. I mean, I think he understands. Obviously, in his head, I think he's really trying to 
see what yeah. he can do. It'll be interesting uh, what we can get for, I mean, XG, but also XV, expected vibes. I'm yeah. trying to see what the vibes are going to be for the squad that we're going to have. Uh, I'm looking at Foden sitting for Champions League. I'm sitting at, I'm looking at Stones maybe getting his first start back since he's been uh, back with us. Yeah. Ake is most likely going to start. Rodri, as good as the sun coming up, um, will probably get, in my opinion, Jack and Mares with a Holland combination. Um, maybe a Kevin. Maybe sitting a Gundo for a Julian. I don't know. It'll, it might get a little fancy. I'll send you the uh, XV, the expected vibes, once I get the, uh, the lineup. The starting lineup. Um, yeah, XV is huge, dude. Now, that that tells you what, what the vibes are going to be like, if we're going to score early, if we're going to be able to get things pouncing. If yeah. the XV is high, don't even watch. XV is low, ooh, you want to tune in because from the jump, it might be a situation where, yeah, it's going to be boring the fuck is watch, but you want to be there when Crystal Palace get that uh, 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 just complete fast break on us and somehow put two um, on our heads out of nowhere. So it's happened already this season. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens again. I'm just banking on the fact that Pep's got these boys just locked in right now, which in these past fixtures, that's what it's been. We yeah. seem locked in right now. So we'll definitely. see. Definitely. I, I totally agree with that. Um, but yeah. Um, so that's that. And now we can go to the Sunday games. We have uh, Arsenal starting off the day, 10 a.m. start. And I think that's because the clocks will go back in the United States. So a normal 9 a.m. start will be 10. I love that. I can get a little extra hours sleeping. Um, but, yeah, 10 a.m. start here in the U.S. From Arsenal. Arsenal played sporting yesterday. We didn't talk about that. It's time to uh, it's time to uh, talk about that game. 2-2 draw at, in Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um and it was disappointing. Um, I thought offensively we were decent considering no Eddie and Ketia, no Trussard, no Jesus. So we don't have any striker. Got to play Martinelli up top. And look what I was just about to say. And you've noted this already. This yeah. is something that you've played with before where you wanted to play Martinelli up front, kind of have a little bit of a rotational thing. Is that is that what you thought his mindset was going into this match? Um. Yeah. I mean – we, we were kind of forced in that position. Uh, like I said, Trossard probably will be out tomorrow. Odegaard also got sick. Um, there was a point where we were playing Vieira um, at striker towards the end of the game. But, yeah, you know, Martinelli, he had a great run. I don't know if you saw that run. Or he Amazing. Probably I watched the whole thing. Shot it a little early, but he tried to go by the goaltender, um, the goalie, and the defender made a good defensive stop. Probably should have shot it once he got to the top of the box. He had the mm-hmm. shot. But, yeah, um, experiments at striker. I mean, obviously, he's our fourth-place striker, fourth-choice striker. But, I mean, the problem for me with this was we've been so, so shaky defensively. Um, really, both goals were, were were poor, just embarrassing goals to concede. Kiwior, our new signing, not a great debut at all on the on the corner kick. He, I don't know what the fuck he was doing. I don't know if Turner told him that he was coming to get the ball, but he basically yeah. ducked instead of jumping. Uh, something, I don't know. Uh, I don't think your center back should be ducking on a set piece. <laughs> so that was a terrible goal. And then the second goal, 
just poor defending all around, lazy defending. And we have to cut this out now because we have a man named Mitrovic to play on Sunday, um, oh. who is a deadly finisher, big physical. Um, and we need to get this defending shirt up because I'll tell you what, we keep defending like this, two goals against Sporting, two goals against Burnmouth, two goals against Villa, three goals against City. We keep defending like this. We ain't winning no title. So we need to get back to that good defending we did before the World Cup break. Um, Arteta notably shouted it out. And, um, yeah, we need to fix that ASAP, ASAP, ASAP. I'm not really worried. So I think we will fix it. I think uh, a big worry for Arsenal became, oh, man, we can't break down the low block. So we began focusing more on offense. So we opened up a little bit more. And now we got to shore up that defense and kind of fix that because, yeah, we're, we're conceding too many goals. I still expect us to advance. I think we'll beat that sporting team easily yeah. at the Emirates uh, Thursday. But the question is, did we tire out our legs? Our depth wasn't great due to illness. There's an illness going around. Tierney, sick. Odegaard, sick. Will he be fit yeah. for Sunday? That's a big question. We will see. Um, we need them. Trossard, he'll probably be out. Groin injury, I'm assuming he'll be back after the World, the international break, not the World Cup. And then Jesus, I'm assuming, probably won't be back this weekend, probably after the international break, won't rest him. And then Nketiah, I don't even know what the fuck's up with him. They're being very quiet about it, which I don't know if that's a good thing. They were very quiet about El Elneny's injury, and it turned out he was out for the season. So uh, tough times right now. So I think Fulham away. After a Thursday night game in Portugal where we went 2-2, we had to play our hearts out. I think this is such a tough matchup. Um, Fulham's good. They are well coached. They have William, who's playing great. They have Mitrovic, who's one of the better strikers in the Premier League. The key for this, though, one of their probably one of their top three players, Paulinha, is wow. going to be out suspended 10 yellow cards that's a lot of yellow cards but he will be out i think that's i think that's a key key factor because he's probably one of the better dms in the league um really really controls their midfield so thomas Partey got a little bit of rest only played about 25 minutes thursday i'm hoping he will be ready i hope Xhaka will be ready uh he looked a little leggy at the end and I'm hoping we can dominate the midfield and, you know, not let any goals in set pieces, which is concerning because we're giving up a lot of those as well. I really yeah. don't this is this is a this is a slip up game for me. Um, which is kind of a reason I'm hoping City slip up. Um, I'm not gonna predict a loss, but it's gonna be tight. I think we beat him two one at the Emirates. Uh, it was actually one one and Odegaard got like an eighty minute 80th minute goal. It was a nice little comeback for us. We went down 1-0 and then got two goals. Um, actually, Odegaard got the first goal. Gabriel got the second goal. And we went on to win that one. I'm predicting the same score. Arsenal, two. Fulham, one. Um, am I taking a goal score? Yeah, I'll take a goal scorer here. Um, All right. I'll go with a Martinelli goal. Yeah, ultimately, I think it's going to be a slapping at halftime. It's going to be about 2-0 Arsenal. Um, I think Arsenal are going to put one more up, and I think Fulham are going to do a late, little late push, two goals, try to make it interesting. It'll end up being 3-2. You'll be saying the same thing next week. Oh, man, we gave up some goals. 
still with three points. Um, that I think ultimately is the key here. I don't think Fulham are going to have enough to take three points. I don't think they'll have enough. I, I just think that it's too dominating and in, in too the speed at which Arsenal play mm-hmm. with Paulinho out and what Fulham do. I think it's going to be too much for them. So I'm going three to two Arsenal. Um, and I'm not going to touch a goal scorer because Arsenal just keep hoeing me um, <laughs> intentionally. So fucking, I'm, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not touching a single Arsenal goal scorer, probably for the rest of the year. You learned your lesson finally. Yeah, um, gotta move on. All right, cool. I like that score. Um, Man United, Southampton. Man United with a good win yesterday against Real Betis, four-one. Slapped them at home. Um, yeah, slapped them at home. Rashford goal. Uh, the fidget spinner scored, uh, the whining little rat scored, and um, who got the fourth goal? Uh, I don't really give a fuck, to be honest. Of course. But, like, he did? Yeah. Bratwurst, Bratwurst got the fourth. And, yeah. yeah, good bounce back win from the embarrassing uh, defeat to Liverpool. And this yeah. one, they get another game at home against Southampton. I mean, this should be an easy one to pick. Yeah. Old Trafford, their form is really, really good. Southampton, mm-hmm. they only went away when they're playing Chelsea. So uh, I don't see them playing Chelsea. So, yeah, they won't win this. Uh, I'll say 3 nothing, Man United. I'm going a slip up. Um, I'm going at halftime one nothing Southampton. And Trashford does this thing in the second half. They've been scoring fast and early lately, too. Um, United have been really on in that first half. Marcus Trashford will score. He's, he's my last goal scorer. I'm going 3-1 to one United. 3-2-1 United. All right. Yep. Two more games on the slate. West Ham, Aston Villa. Uh, West Ham at home, Aston Villa away. Uh, 10 a.m. start. What do you think about this one? Dude, do we even need to fucking do anything for West Ham here? Fucking West Ham. I I just don't want to do anything like. He's not going to do any sort of tactical genius moment here. I mean, I'm going Villa. I'm going with the guy who's, I think, the better manager. And I'm going with the manager win here over the players, even though I think West Ham, from a player perspective, probably have a little bit more in for him. Um, I'm going Villa 2-1. to one. Yeah, um, Villa are... Going about their business, picking up points. Um, Unai Emery, steady the ship. That's what he does. West Mm -hmm. Ham, inconsistent. Always inconsistent. Um, You know, they get a nice win two weeks ago, 4-0. Finally, they're back. Nope, that's wrong. They're never back. They're (laughs) never back under David Moyes at all. And, yeah, I think this will be a – Boring game. I think we'll see some strange decisions from Moyes, as always. 
and I think uh, we'll get out. Aston Villa will get out of there with a two to one win. Mm. Pick the same thing. I I'm picked. picking the same thing. I'm that confident in it. I hear you. It'll probably I think, happen, it, I think it'll be a bullseye, and I can't give you those three points. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> we'll tie on the three. We'll split them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go with that. I just, I just see that happening. I think, I think it'll be two zero as well, and then West Ham will get a cheap goal late. I would, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't yep. doubt it at all. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, I'll go with that. I don't want to do it, but sometimes you gotta. Facts. All right, another struggling team, another team I'm about done with. Can't stand yeah. watching them. Newcastle going against Wolves. The battle of the, uh, the consistent shit housing teams. Wolves get a nice win last weekend, though. Newcastle. What was the final last week against City? Two zero. They lost two zero. Right. Two zero. Yep. Two zero. Lose to City. Like like we said, only one win this season. Uh, not this season. One win this calendar year in the Premier League. That was over Fulham. A game yeah. they probably should have lost. Mitrovic fucked the penalty kick. Um. So, yeah, if you're going to right the ship and get your second win of the calendar year, Wolves at home should be the Gotta team be to do it. Yep. However, yep. I smell another draw coming. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I, I smell another draw. What is that? What is that? I smell another draw. That would be draw number 12. God. Draw number 12 is coming. Oh one, my god. One Newcastle Wolves draw. That is a great shout. I think the one problem is you're giving Wolves a little bit too much credit. That's why I only give him one goal. <laughs> one goal, Sveb Botnan. Um I think one of the better things we should do maybe even starting next weekend, is predicting where an own goal is going to be. I was just going to say, who's going to have the balls to pick an own goal one week? (laughs) (laughs) This game has own goal written all fucking over it. I just see some sort of mollywop ball into the fucking box, bouncing off three players, and just sliding into the little corner. I, I, I see it. I see it. Um... I wonder if there's a stat I can try to look up for own goals for next week. Uh, yeah, I think Newcastle are going to end up getting that second win, but I think it's going to be one nil, and it's going to be ugly as shit. It's yeah. going to be a really ugly game. Yeah, it is. It is going to close out the Premier League weekend with a shit fest. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it. It should be interesting. Um, not too much going on around, around the other leagues. Anything else you want to talk about before we end this podcast? Um, It's important to note that uh, throughout the season, players that are successful for their clubs will most likely find ways to where um, most clubs nowadays don't do the Yankee method, which is not negotiating during the season. Once the season starts, 
We leave it for the offseason. Mm-hmm. I love that method. Hey, Yankees hold that hold true to that method. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's certain principles that you want to hold true and hold and value over certain others. I get it. It's a certain structure that you do. Um, there's no problem with that. Uh, Football is a little bit different. Um, uh, sport of soccer is a little bit different. And City, like other teams and with their players, uh, will negotiate during the season because certain things can come up. Windows are a little bit different, right? You can actually be picked up in the middle. Uh, I know there's a free agency deadline, but that's that's kind of when things kind of talk. Yankees yeah. don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, a certain player was due to have extensions this, this week um, to extend with Manchester City, but a certain player decided to go out a certain evening and whip out his dick. <laughs> And this player's what Kyle Walker. With that? Totally Kyle Walker, I have some words for you, sir. Uh, first off, you're probably looking at a divorce coming uh, sometime soon. Or maybe you and your missus figure first off. Yeah. I, I can't speak intelligently to any of that. I'm a married man. I just know if I'm whipping my dick out in a bar, we got ourselves a problem. <laughs> That's all I know. You're getting arrested too, my friend. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm getting arrested. I'm, I'm not getting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, pretty fucking disgusting that any if they're out there, I've only seen one moronic person to be dumb enough to post some shit, and he got fucking you know pretty abused for it. Uh, social media, all over Twitter, but uh, you're dumb, you're stupid, and you just cost yourself a contract with City. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out maybe in the summer as it cools down. Yeah. If he gets charged, you know, if the lady decides to press charges, which judging from the little clips that were all over the internet, she seemed to be kind of going along with it. She's not like she was loving it all, but it wasn't like she was really like all for it either. So it'll be interesting to see if charges come from it regardless. Quick way to fuck up the bag and a quick way to look like an absolute dumbass. So I don't think you'll start this weekend. Um, I'll go ahead and say that now. And you're a fucking moron, dude. That's all I got to say about him. Will Pep lock up his shorts with a with a, a, a padlock and everything so he can't whip out his dick on the sideline? <laughs> That's hilarious. I thought you were gonna say this Kyle Walker calls Dick his little pep. That <laughs> <laughs> too. But no, yeah, that was a bizarre story, and I really appreciate yeah. your analysis of the Dick whipping out video. I didn't expect that. That wasn't on my my bingo card today. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was Dude, it's true, man. Weird, weird story though. Uh, yeah. And what the fuck are you doing? I mean, come on. Like there's such stupid behavior. Some some of the things these people, these these famous athletes do, is just it's it's yeah. mind, it's fucking mind boggling. I mean, really, like what the fuck goes through your head? This is why players can't get vacations. This is why this is why players in the middle of the season, even though we know we're off, we don't play until the next following weekend. This is why coaches and managers and 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 facilities want to have that mindset to say, let's still just make them have to come in and have to report, just because you know making them have to get up early you know, makes them not want to go out. And that's the whole point. That's what you're trying to get away with. Like this, this whole concept is just like, they don't have to wake up early. They're athletes. The fuck they don't. They, of course they have to get up early. They have to get up early and report to training, report to physios, to report to, to, to rehab. And that's how you get them to check in. So to give them off, man, you, 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 you gotta be positive and you gotta be the manager and a credit to Pep being the, the older guy, but still doing right by the players and showing them to have that freedom. 
smart players enjoy it. You saw pictures of IG of Bernardo Silva and Gundogan with their wives in Italy doing the thing. Dope, fun, have a ball with it. But what we don't need to see is you and the fucking tabloids whipping dick out. I mean, that's just stupid, dude. Yep. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, I was looking up that Monaco team that we brought up because I said that team was pretty sick. Fabinho, Fabinho, Falcao, Bernardo Silva, Bukayoko, uh, Mbappe, Benjamin Mendy, Moutinho, Tame Lamar. Just talent everywhere, dude. Talent everywhere. That was a sick fucking team. Yeah. Yeah. Sick, sick team. I think he got, yeah, he got a goal against you guys too in the second leg. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> that team was awesome. And they got picked apart like right after that season. Everybody oh, came all of them. said, whoop, whoop. Give me him, yeah, give me him, give me him, give me him. We'll take him. Yeah, yeah we took two of them. That team got ripped apart. Yeah, Mendy and yeah. Uh, Silva. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a sick team though. Really, really great team. And that's it. I think that'll do it for the podcast. Um, anything else? Fuck Brian Cashman, eh? Yeah. Hey, listen. The the, the, the motto is, when you acquire injured picture, pitchers and they continue to get injured, acquire another one that's injured and hope that he doesn't get injured. I mean, I think that's the new motto for the Yankees. It used to be champions or bust. Now yeah. it's, if you, if you acquire an injured pitcher and he gets injured, try, try again. I don't even know if he looked at the fucking doctor's notes, man. I don't think he did. Well, we know he didn't with Montas because then he wouldn't have traded for him. That guy admitted to everyone on the fucking Yes Network, sit-down interview, I got injured weeks before the fucking trade. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh... He said that, and I would have to imagine – Cashman, your first fuck up there is making him sign a part of the contract that in it, verbiage says, you don't bring up the fact that you were hurt right before we signed you. Like, that looks so bad and so stupid because we gave up all that shit for him. I mean, shameful shit. Fuck Brian Cashman. Fuck the New York Yankees at this point. You're going to have to really sell me on the quality of baseball that this team's going to produce. And I'm not fucking seeing it with the injuries that we have. We haven't played a fucking game yet. We haven't played a game yet. We're not even halfway through spring training. And we have fucking five injuries already. I mean, we're fucked. fucked. And then we have injury-prone players. I mean, I don't want to say the names, but you know the names. I don't want to jinx it. Oh, yeah, no, it's coming. We have plenty plenty more to go that that are injury-prone. So Long season. The concept, the strategy in the market of this team – I I don't understand it. It continues to boggle my mind. Uh, it continues to boggle my mind how we just we're like we act like a poverty franchise. We overplay yeah. players and then we don't buy them out. We don't override our mistakes, and then we have to go acquire guys off the of the scrap heap. The famous Cashman dumpster diving, where yeah. every every three people he dumpster dives for every Luke Voigt, there's a fucking uh, there's a fucking Kevin Euclid or there's a fucking, you know, for every, for every one good one he has, people seem to forget the ones that filter in and out. So I'm hearing, oh, we have uh, Aaron Hicks. Uh, instead of calling up Dominguez, who's on fire in spring, that won't happen. We won't do that. We're the Yankees. We're going to – we got Willie Calhoun, though. Who? Oh, he's yeah. non-tendered from, uh, from the St. Louis Cardinals. 
So you're doing moves that the Tampa Bay Rays would do, and you're the New York Yankees. That's a move that the Rays do, and you go, wow, the Rays are smart. Except yeah. it doesn't work out for us. And you go, man, Cashman's a fucking moron. He's, he's got a franchise worth $6 billion and he's diving in the dumpster trying to look smart. Just blows yeah. my mind. Moronic. We've missed out on some quality talent because of his reluctance to do quality deals and think, you know, sh- he shops with a little bitch of a mindset. It's shameful. Yeah. Shameful. Yeah. He, he shops he, like he's on a budget. Shops like he's on a budget because Hal does give him a budget. But at some point you need to go, hey, listen, we've made mistakes. We're the Yankees. We're worth $6 billion. I mean, do you, is it really going to kill you to pay the luxury tax for one season? We'll get out of it in, in another season. But yeah. this, is, this is how they move now. And I just, for me, I'm just not looking forward to the season at all. I'm, I'm not yeah. subscribing. I'll keep track on like a game day, maybe pirate some streams. But that's, that. about it. That. but that's about it. I mean, I just I can't be invested with the with the with the franchise direction. I can't yeah. be invested with. Hey, we want to win championships, but um, you know we can't we can't get rid of Cashman because he's a genius. I'm not seeing anything that's smart from him. I really am no. not. I haven't seen this move in a long time. Yeah, I can go all day about this shit, but we best yeah. not. We best not. It sucks. It's bad times right now for the Yankee fans because, I mean, it's not looking good early on. Too many injuries. Too many fucking yep. injuries. Yep. That Rodon one is a killer. But like I said, why acquire injured pitchers? Yep. Why? Why do it when you have no luck with injured pitchers? There's so many. Paxson, mm-hmm. Sonny Gray, all these guys, Montas. Um, there's so many more. Just injure injury prone yeah. pitchers. I mean Severino too. We're going in another fucking season where now we're relying on Severino. When we've had four seasons in a row where it's burned What's us that? to rely on Severino. He's I mean, hurt. Yeah. He always gets hurt at the worst time. So yeah. why are we doing this again? It's it's gonna happen. They're gonna Pitcher. have to shut him down in July. He's gonna he's gonna pitch great. Then they're gonna say, oh, he's got some arm fatigue, and we're gonna shut him down. They're gonna shut him down from July to September. They're gonna build him up. He's gonna have another setback. Then he's gonna pitch in October and get completely fucking rocked like he does every year. I mean, it's just it's just it's the same song and dance. I see it. I see it happening. Absolutely with Sevy. That's that's how it could really go down. Unfortunately, and and it's a story to the Knicks. Please win one out of two of these these uh, in this LA trip. Yeah, man. Got to win one out of two. Yeah, the fucking Kings, dude. They're fucking good. They're good. They're good. It's a bonus, man. Wow. Darren Fox is fucking incredible. I always liked Fox. Hell yeah. I remember when he he ripped up Lonzo in the fucking uh, Kentucky versus UCLA game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a great fucking point. That That was case in point right there. Darren Fox was like everything that you needed. He was my favorite point guard coming out of that class. Yep. But hopefully, like I said, just take one out of two this weekend. Two out of two would be great, but probably no Brunson back to back West coast trip. Um, I'll take one out of two. Yeah, for sure. IQ started, started up, let Brunson sit kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, for sure. But we'll be back Monday. Um, Recap the week, preview Europe games, and that's it. Premier Pep Talk, episode 41. Peace. Let go. Let's go.